In this episode, bring in the 928 into the 2020s. Nine Whites Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. The show is brought to you by nineworks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts. Hosted by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, including you, our valued listeners. Hello, Ooh. chaps. Ooh. It's a hot one, isn't it? I'd love, it is a hot one. I'd love to open the window, but I'm not going to for background noise, so I'm going to sweat. <laughs> Things you do for the Nine Works Radio course, Max Newman. Hi, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, hi to everybody listening at home. Welcome to Nine Works Radio from uh, myself, from Andy Brooks. Yo! <laughs> and uh, Max Newman, the aforementioned Max Newman. Who, uh, good yeah, morning. I think, think everybody's just, yeah, very hot as we're in the grip of this UK heatwave. It is certainly warm, isn't it? Uh, it was um, yeah, it hit thirty in my office yesterday, um, and it uh, it felt a lot warmer. I must say, yeah, yeah, really killing, did. really did. I was in the car yesterday, and um, my phone gave up. I was on a Zoom <laughs> at Newbury Services, and my phone just went on the blink and gave me a little um, picture of a thermometer saying too hot. We're, we're not, I'm not working. That's hardcore. Usually they're fairly uh, fairly durable, the uh, yeah. phones of a fruit-based variety. Yeah, yeah, which it was, yeah. It was pretty wild on the A34 as well. I think everyone was overcome by the heat and slightly delirious and drifting between lanes on the A34. <laughs> it was definitely uh, it was a, it was a funny old day on the road. Yeah, yesterday. I bet, I bet. As, uh, I hope everybody had their aircon topped up as well, hey? Yeah, I, mean, I had mine cranking out at 16 on full blast in the McCann. <laughs> <laughs> really going for it yeah it was, i managed to get it icy but yeah it's yeah oh, i can't day. believe you didn't take the 911 uh, the uh, well seats. i was going to as we said for those ventilated seats but uh you know i was working and you know i wanted to go under the radar although i'm sure it would have been okay <laughs> but yeah i wanted to go under the radar so i i went mccann style and also i've got a um an intermittent fault on the mccann at the moment and it's coming up for its mot so i wanted just to uh, just to see if the fault came back or not. I've got an ad blue, so a, di- oh. a diesel fault. So you know, let's not talk about it because it's diesel. Mm. But um, uh, it didn't come back, so that's probably good. Good, good. Do, do, you, do you have that where there's some meetings, you just it's just not appropriate to turn up in a 911? Well, back in the day I did. When I, when I bought the 997, of course, it was my only ride because I was fully committed financially on it. And I was quite conscious of it. And I probably didn't buy it as soon as I could have done partly because of that. And I certainly didn't tell anybody at work when I first did buy it. Um, and then when I was using it for work meetings, I was always really conscious to, you know, park it around the corner and, you know, kind <laughs> of keep it under the radar because people, you know, react in different ways, sometimes super positive, but not always. And I remember one particular meeting I was going to down near Hemel Hempstead, which was a first meeting with an account that I took over we were having some trouble with it's a difficult account so they said you know you go in max and we'll you know see if you can sort it out and i was i was was trying to follow the 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 2004 sat nav in my 997 so obviously that wasn't i wasn't off to a great start and i ended up 
without realizing parked right outside the plate glass window of this office. <laughs> so, you know, I was there. I was right there. <laughs> right out of the car. Full public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no there, there was no going into reverse. You know, I was there. I thought, right, let's just leave it there. So and and I walked in and they're all like literally, ooh. <laughs> all, you know, all of that sort of thing. And it and I mean they were already a bit bit annoyed with the company I was working for, but it just sort of didn't get us off on the right foot. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, oh God. So I've been even more conscious of it since then. So. <laughs> Turning up right outside the office with a big flex as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh dear, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Go. Um, so, guys, yeah, what's new then? What's what's been on the agenda? Oh, what's been on the agenda? What what have you been driving this week? Anything good? Uh, it's been busy. It's been really busy here. Yeah. So two things stand out. I think since we last spoken, um, had a really good drive in a nine nine six GT two over at Paragon. A oh, yeah. lovely, lovely car that, uh, yeah, I know the guys at Paragon have sold it before. It's Polar Silver. Uh, the older I get, the more I really like Polar Silver. I'm not sure oh, if yeah. that says more about me or the colour or what. It just, it, it does all the curves, doesn't it? It shows all the curves off. That's the, the big thing with the good silver. It's a classy, yeah. classic Porsche colour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I prefer it to Arctic Silver as well. I don't know why. Just that extra hint of blue in there just gives it a little bit, a bit of blue rinse for you, sir. Yeah, yeah, this is it. You know, it just uh, gives, holds my attention a little bit more than Arctic Silver, I think. And and I've seen it on a couple of cars now, and I just think it works really nicely. Yeah, I think the blue in Polar gives it just a little bit more depth without going to blue rinse. Mm. I don't think you ever look at Polar and think that's a little bit. Is that a Mercedes colour? You know, I, I don't think you ever do that. I yeah, think it yeah, just it works. Agreed, agreed. But um, yeah, look, the, the, by the time this podcast goes live, the video will be out on Nineworks TV. So definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. We were exploring kind of really how GT2s aren't as well thought of as the GT3 equivalents, yeah. 996 and 997. It's a bit of a bit of a weird one, really. It, it is a weird one, considering what great looking cars they are. You know, there aren't many better looking 911s than GT2s. I mean, everyone will be thinking of the, you know, the blistered arches on the 993 when I say that, but the 996 GT2 in both its iterations and the 997 GT2, there's not many better looking 911s than that, particularly no, for me, the 997. Sorry. I love the details on the 997, but, uh, but yeah, you know, people get all juiced up over the naturally aspirated thing yeah. and maybe the genuine or they think they're or the noise, interested in the motorsport homologation thing, but those GT2s, man, they're sensational. They are what they like to drive? Sensational. Um, yeah, look, it's, they're mental, aren't they? What I did find, which I think was really surprising, and again, we kind of go into it in, in good depth in the video, is they're not just like the all-and-out brute that they're known for, particularly the 996 GT2. It, it, if you peel back the layers to that car, there is a bit of a delicacy to it that it is just not reputationally known for at all at all it's not a point and square and chuck your you know put your foot down you're thrown backwards as you kind of port. <laughs> yeah hurtling off to the horizon it's not it's not like that there is a bit more of a delicacy to that throttle and it kind of just comes down to how you apply that you know and it's a gt car at the end of the day it's something that obviously taken from the turbo and had the usual vice that recipe of more power and less weight and you think it's a rear wheel drive turbocharged non-psm car manual as well manual only capable of 196 mile an hour bearing in mind porsche's readings are usually conservative 
So it's a near 200 mile an hour manual rear wheel drive Porsche 911. Yeah. Spectacular. It's spectacular. Um, I do you think see the, the 996 looks a bit soft though. We, you know, when you do look back at the 993 and it's got those blistered arches, the big old wing, it looks proper motorsport, doesn't it? Where the 996 is more road car looking than uh, Le Mans race car. Yeah, I think so. I think in your imagination, it's hard not, not to think that. But if you look at the 996 GT2 compared to a 996 Turbo, you know, the visual drama is up you know, quite a few notches Okay, you know, at the front, the air dam at the front and the wing at the back particularly is a real knockout, absolute yeah. knockout design. You know, it's some, um, yeah, it's a pretty exciting looking thing, but I you need to do some, you know, you're right, Andy, and look. it's hard to compare any car against a 993 GT2 and not think it looks a little bit. I was going to say a little bit soft. Yeah, definitely. You've yeah, done a, an just incredible. You? Uh, Max, I for this week, I've, for another 993. I've done a, yeah, I've done a Wednesday one for um, Nine Works about a 993 RS that I spotted, which for me has always been the Halo car. I mean, 993 is one of my favourite 911s, probably my favourite 911 if I was, you know, if I was pushed on it. Um, and within that, 993 RS has always been my favourite car. Yeah. That's the car that captured my imagination when I was a kid, rather than the GT2, actually. And I think the reason for that is because of coverage in magazines. Because yeah. there was a silver, I couldn't say if it was polar or Arctic, but there was a silver 993RS that Porsche GB had that went around the magazines. Steve Sutcliffe tested it, Colin Goodwood drove it. You know, I read it in loads of magazines back in the day. And I don't think they had a GT2. Well, I'm sure they didn't have a GT2. So I read little about that. I saw it, of course, but it was the drives that got me excited about the rs so that's that's probably my favorite 911 yeah. and at rpm they've got a, a c16 right hand drive 993 rs club sport which as Ooh. some people know makes it one of a production run one of, of seven. seven yeah so wow. you know it just it just doesn't get any rarer or more, or more special for that no nice. in you know to, to my eyes so I, I did you say it's got a special eyes. option as well it's so got it's air quite, conditioning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <quite apt. laughs> that's a super. Don't get more special than that <laughs> today. It's uh, yeah. It's of, think, of everything to do with that car. That's I think its biggest selling point right now. Well, today, yeah. anyway. Normally, yeah, it'd yeah. probably be oh, it's got air conditioning. I don't want the one yeah. with the heavy air conditioning. Yeah. But yeah, the last yeah. week you're like, yeah, I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how say. well. I don't know how well the air conditioning in the 993 puffs, but I, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. 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 I, I have to say, like I saw, saw that car go up on the Nymax marketplace last week and I mean, yeah, jaw dropped to the floor because as you say, it's a real kind of iconic car. It's a, it's a blue chip 911. And as, as you said, Max, I think many people subscribe to your school of thought in that it's the absolute pinnacle of, of air called 911s and in Riviera blue as well. Yeah. It's, it's a really special car. Um, I think as you pointed out as well, it's been in the same collection for the last 19 years. So I mean, that's just, it's special, isn't it? It's really, really special. Yeah. It doesn't get any better for me. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Look that up. Um, oh, it's in Riviera. <gasps> it's, yeah, it exactly. Is, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. word. That is a real so sort of halo cool. car, isn't it? I'm not sure it I is. should look at the price tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, let, what's um what's your experience of 993 RS Lee in terms of what you've been able to drive over the years? Well, do you know because I remember us talking about this on the podcast before and recently I looked up was going through some old pictures and I thought, "Well, when is the last time I drove that RS?" because I remember driving a non-club sport car from Hexagon. 
but it was six years ago. Time flies. Wow. Yeah, Doesn't six it? long years ago. So I'm going to have to put that right again soon. But yeah, my, my, my memories on that car, I mean, I was absolutely blown away by it. Typical RS, didn't make sense around town. Obviously, Hexagon are out of North London. So I was kind of, yeah, poodling out, trying to get to the other side of the M25 and into the countryside nothing made sense car was tram lining everywhere it didn't want to change gear it didn't like minor throttle inputs but then yeah you push on and everything makes sense you know that kind of tramp the steering starts to weight up really nicely it gets quite pointy really like nice and sharp at the nose uh it's very very ram as well the rs isn't it yeah, of course yeah. and uh yeah i just remember an absolute fire breather of an engine pin sharp throttle response yeah, spot on. I'd love to drive it against a 996 GT3 RS. I think first water-cooled Rensport versus last air-cooled. I think that would be a pretty spectacular head-to-head because oh. I rate the, the first GT3 RS so much. And it'd be interesting to see, you know, apples with apples, just how kind of yeah. different they are, really. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. I know a man. Ooh. Yeah. Well, okay. let's talk. Can you link the man up? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that'd be cool because again, you know, I've I remember that nine three RS drive so well and so nicely, but it was six years ago. So I'd I'd love to revisit that. I I really really would. You know, yeah. in um in 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 recent times in the mag which I've enjoyed, a uh, Kyle drove uh, Riviera Blue car, didn't he? A few months ago, maybe it might have been last year in T nine eleven, which was a yeah. really nice story. And Ben Barry, um. Yeah issue before last 219 it was the cover wasn't it because of the 50th anniversary of rs and our and i read ben's um story as i was doing the wednesday one actually for a bit of inspiration and that sort of thing and he writes really nicely about it he does yeah oh spot on now it's really good yeah that's an amazing car isn't it so um yeah as, as as max has rightly pointed out currently for sale on the nine works marketplace so definitely go and check that out but look on on the subject of 993s andy obviously listeners know that your car is back together at last yeah every everybody got to see the car at flat six show i'm sure everybody within a 12 mile radius heard the car at flat six show <laughs> when you were leaving what's it like how's it been how was it like oh i've yeah driven it to flat six and back uh i haven't been out in it since actually um and i was telling everybody that asked me that same question on uh Sat- was it saturday wasn't it yeah um i ain't broke it or i haven't effed it that's probably the the more um apt way um it it feels great it drives nicely i haven't had enough wheel time you know down a nice country road um and i want to bring the suspension up a bit i set it really low for flat six because it was that sort of thing i thought yeah why not dump it Make Let's it look get good. down with the kids yeah get down <laughs> with the kids exactly um so yeah I've, how I've easy is, is it to, to do, do that andy well, it's bloody easy when you've got a lift at home. Just to look. <laughs> yeah, it is. It <laughs> lift is, it up, yeah. twirl the twirl the bridge and it's done. Yeah, it doesn't take long at all. Uh, but obviously, it'll need an alignment. So um, I did a a very rough. I wouldn't say rough, but a, yeah, an alignment with Scott. Uh, yeah, we weren't crazy careful on um, getting it spot on, just so that the car would settle in for a few hundred miles and then get it back for a, a realignment. So yeah, um, yeah. things are things are looking good so things like steering um i've got the solid inner track rod ends rather than the big spongy things that seems to have made a big difference to the steering i used to think i had lots of feel with the steering and it was wriggling in my hands i haven't got that now 
And I'm pretty sure what it was, it was just those rubber inner track rods making the front wheels wave from side to side <laughs> in total isolation of each other. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that feels great. And all the stuff that's done at the back, it's a little bit noisier, I think, as far as sort of transmission um, of the sort of engine noise and sort of suspension noise. Um, so it does a little bit more noise at the back, but the feel is fantastic. Uh, it's taken out that sort of second um, lump that you could feel moving around. So you, I've put solid rear mounts in for the subframes, um, which I think, yeah, has really sort of set everything solid at the back. So when you go around a corner, it doesn't, you don't get that different um, lumps of mass moving around. Mm. Um, so it all feels as one rather than multiple bits moving around at different times. So yeah, 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 it's cool. It's cool. But I'll report back once I've done more and um, yeah, a bit more set up and yeah. Yeah. I think on the, the KWs, I think they, it's sort of like 500 miles or something they say to do just to get that settled and, and, and the car will drop a bit slightly over that time. Yeah. So I think yeah. you're right to then, you know, get it realigned or get a geo done on it again pull the car up a little bit if it's sitting a bit too low yeah uh, but how are you finding the kws is just like a, a you know first impression really a uh, huge difference from yeah the, the setup i had before so i was getting quite a lot of uh almost thump through to the front top mounts um not seeing anything like that at all um it's i haven't played with any of the settings as yet so they're pretty much as they came out of the box um so yeah, I need to sort of investigate that and look at what's what I should be looking to do. Um, but yeah, overall feel is that they feel fantastic. Lots of control, not too um, sort of you know firm. Um, it's feeling nicely and not as firm as yours. So yours are quite firm in your nine nine six. But I think you've got those, you've got that all set up really tight for track use almost at the moment. Uh, yeah, they're they're literally all all the way up. Oh, are they? Okay, yeah. no wonder it's yeah. firm. Yeah. 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 Well, so, it's yeah. quite funny because then doing the track day at Flat Six show, obviously, I was like, right, okay, the car is absolutely made for Goodwood today. Here we go. And it's so funny with some of the pictures, just seeing like <laughs> pitch and roll on that car. And you think, you know, on the on the road, it's a bit too firm. You get out on track, it's a little bit too soft almost, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, as, as we've said, you, there's, there's just no way you can ever get that perfect harmony between a car that's really lovely and compliant on road and then just, yeah really kind of nice Great and stiff track. for the track yeah, yeah. it just you can't you can't do it you know yeah it's one yeah. or the other yeah, yeah. Um, so but yeah, it's interesting that yours yeah good it's, it's interesting that your car isn't as stiff because I, i've found that it's almost like the factory settings for the kws are made for like germany where the roads tend to be billiard table smooth not over yeah. here where it can sometimes be like driving over a war zone or something you know so it's yeah it's it's a bit um yeah. yeah i'm pleased yours are working out put it that way you know yeah 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 i'll have a play and maybe yeah. when maybe when you've got it all settled in and you're happy with it and you maybe uh maybe lee should do a critical appraisal of it absolutely yeah that's, with his uh hat on and see yeah. see what he see what he thinks ah well yeah. funny you say that so andy has got something cooking in that regard for later this year so that's gonna yeah. be super ah. interesting with a few other 993s so yeah yeah okay yeah. should be good yeah it's cooking it's cooking it is it is all right yeah. then, guys well look we've we've got a guest today and a very interesting one at that so andy what are we saying what have we got absolutely yeah we've got um mr 928 uh um, mr 928 
Oh, checking that. Hey, checking hey. So yeah. you will probably remember from a few weeks ago, early June, uh, it was Milan Design Week, and out from nowhere came this amazing recreation of a 928. It was everywhere. You know, if you're on Instagram, it was everywhere. If it, if you're on the internet, it was everywhere. Um, absolutely amazing looking thing. And then it went to Goodwood festival speed as well another explosion of pictures everywhere so yeah we are going to hear the backstory of that car an amazing backstory as well i think you know it's not just uh one guy that's uh, trying to recreate a 928 he is really going for this um he's got some amazing partners that he's working with um to to actually to push this through i don't know if you've seen the uh the lancia delta furista um have you seen love that? that yeah love that yeah so the same guys that are involved in the development of that and the manufacture of that are will be involved in this nine to eight so yeah it's it's got real sort of you know grab oh, what's the word um it's got some pedigree yeah it's got pedigree absolutely yeah exactly the word i was looking for yeah really looking forward to thierry uh taking us through uh that backstory yeah that's interesting though because that doing anything even you know a car that was great in 1992 like the integrale you know and a, and a late 928 you know that's that's going to feel pretty baggy these days isn't it so you know so you do have to have pedigree you know you have to work with people who understand engineering and how to uh develop a car you know yes yeah when you're doing a rest in mod you, you know you can't just be throwing parts at something well as you know andy you know with your own project and you lee you know you, you need to do things carefully and properly in a considered fashion Absolutely, otherwise it just doesn't yeah. work yeah. Oh, i think so it's just nice that and, and this is without any kind of um you know kind of derogatory noise towards anyone else so so many people doing so many wonderful things out there we are so blessed like we don't realize how lucky the time we are that we live in uh within the kind of porsche sphere but it's nice that it's just not another 911 project mm-hmm. and uh you know is we are often accused of not doing enough transaxle stuff on this podcast which is absolutely fair and square yeah um we are going to be looking at uh or we are going to be doing a a transaxle special in the next series um that's not a a threat it's a promise so <laughs> we, 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 we will be doing that but uh, yeah at first i think this is a really nice way to kind of go into it and to yeah i mean a nine to eight resto mod i never ever ever thought we'd be looking at something like this particularly when it's done to such like a high-end spec as the nardone project so yeah, yeah. a nine to eight is so cool you know the idea in recent years of a of a shortened panamera you know to re you know, recapture some 928 magic has appealed to a lot of people. And a lot of people talk about it. You know, 928s are awesome, aren't they? I'd love a 928. Shall we, shall we dive into Project Nardone? Indeed. Yeah, let's speak to Thierry. Thierry Nardone, thank you so much for joining us on Ironworks Radio. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, good um, to see you. Just about, I think you've just about recovered from Goodwood now, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Goodwood was, uh, was hard. Uh, I finished uh, totally sick, no voice, uh, third hernia. Uh, it was uh, quite intense. Uh, so yeah, now I'm fine and um, everything is uh, is going well. <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. bit of rest. Yeah. So Goodwood was obviously that was the second uh, kind of public debut of the car. It was the first in the UK. A couple of weeks yeah. prior to that, the car was revealed kind of internationally for the first time in Milan. Yeah. Um, what's been the the reaction? How have you gauged that so far to this quite incredible project? It, it was, um, you know, we expected that buzz and we had, uh, it was so crazy. I mean, uh, Milan, it was great. It was, um, I, 
we launched it first on Type 7, thanks to Ted Gushu. Um, so we launched it uh, around uh, lunchtime, I think. And we, we did the, the physical event uh, around uh, um, 6 p.m. or something like this. Yeah. Uh, so during these few hours, it was uh, um, everywhere around the world uh, on Instagram. Um, <laughs> explosion. Yeah, explosion, total explosion. Yeah. I started my, uh, my account. Uh, I had uh, 500 uh, followers. And uh, one month later, I'm uh, around 14,000. So it's... Uh, <laughs> It's quite uh, quite cool, and um, also um, Milan. You know, it was only uh, people um, close to Carlo Bormeo, all the the Bormeo the Silva team, uh, my family, my friends. So it was a good test, but uh, yeah. they all liked the car, of course. And even if they didn't, uh, they, they don't say it to us. So. <laughs> uh, um, Goodwood, uh, I think Goodwood was the real test. Uh, because we were alone, uh, I was there with uh, Damon Jones. Uh, I was there with uh, Carlo Bormeo, Yorgo uh, Tuplas. Also, uh, thanks to to him, we we had the, the opportunity to go to to Goodwood for almost nothing um, on the fabulous stand of uh, Mr. Potter. So, and after the the first day, we we realized that the the, the feedback was the same as uh, it was on Instagram as it was in Milan. So. It was just uh, way uh, too much, and uh, not too much. I mean, uh, but it was uh, great to see this reaction. You know, yeah. sometimes I just walk around the car, and people didn't know that it was me, that uh, <laughs> the owner of the car, and uh, they uh, they said only positive things. Though, so I was very, very happy, very happy. Excellent, very well done. Well, I was just going to say that I think, like for for Andy and I. The, the reason the, the project is so kind of intriguing, if you like, from the outset is we're used to seeing, uh, you know, resto mods within the Porsche sphere. A lot of them are 964 oriented, of yeah. course. A few companies have branched out into 993. So we're still kind of sitting around that kind of 911 yeah. trajectory. And then if you guys have come along with the 928, which is so unbelievably refreshing. And as I say, yeah. when Andy and I first saw it, we thought, wow, that's so different. So I think the question question on our lips and everybody else's is why the 928 <laughs> so there are many many reasons for, for this uh first i'm a big passionate by a transaxle car um mm-hmm. i mean i really love the 911 uh, but i always had uh, the transaxle 944 turbo uh, 928 uh, so I, I really enjoy to drive this car and uh, when i started this project uh for me, it was uh, an evidence that uh, it, it will be with a uh, 928. Um, and also, when I first contacted Carlo Bormeo, he said, uh, please don't tell me that you come with a 911 project because, <laughs> if, because if this is the case, we won't do it. Uh, I mean, he said that there are too many uh, talented people doing it already and um, we didn't want to, to bring another one to the market. So. Yeah. So yeah, that that was the, the the main reason is that I'm passionate by this car, uh, and I'm passionate by a restomod movement. And um, when I uh, analyzed, um, I mean, I spent uh, many years lo- watching the market, etc. And um, I, I made a, a study of market, uh, and I, I re- you know I put every actor of the restomod market, and uh, there are a lot in. Uh, Land Rover, for example, also same as uh, 911. So uh, a lot in uh, Alfa Romeo now. Um, 
everywhere, but nothing in the, in the, the transactional uh, portion. So this is why I wanted to go to go in, in this way. Well, I think it's a great achievement. Um, could you yeah. take us through the team? So obviously there's yourself. Yeah. What's your your background? And So um, my background, you, you know, um, I, I, um, I touch uh, many, many different things. Um, my, my, uh, my first, uh, I, I mean, I, I stopped studying very early, <laughs> but uh, I, I, the last uh, study I did, was um, a kind of formation formation of uh, um, they call this uh, mechanician uh, competition competitor um, how can I say um, mechanical engineer for um, for competition car okay and, yeah uh, so this was um, uh, my my first step in the in the in the car world I was uh, of course passionate since uh, the early age. Um, but I started like this. I worked uh, at a Porsche independent uh, uh, dealer. Uh, okay, yeah. Also, uh, he engaged some uh, some car on, on track because it was close to Circuit Paul Ricard. Um, so I started uh, like this. And then after that, I started to sell cars instead of uh, working on the cars <laughs> uh, because <laughs> it was uh, more easy to, to make money uh, in this way. Yeah. Um, and after that, uh, many different things. Uh, I, I'm owner of uh, two restaurants of burger. It's a franchise, a uh, French franchise. Um, so I started with this business eight years ago, uh, and now I'm uh, trying to 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 sell everything uh, to to spend all my time uh, in this in this project. Fantastic. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I have manager in my restaurant, so. I don't go too much in, uh, anymore, but uh, I really want to focus on this project. And uh, this is what I do since almost three years now, this project. Wow. Excellent. And uh, you've got some other members of the team. You've got um, yeah. Carlo. Um, yeah, yeah, so some... sorry. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I, I start, I speak a lot, and I forget the question. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. <laughs> it, was, it was a big question, so it's yeah, no yeah. So, so the, the, the team, in fact, I'm alone in the company for the moment. Yeah. But I said... Team, because uh, I, I really, you know, um, it was one of my favorite part of the the, the process until now to to spend uh, this time with um, with these people. Uh, so I met Carlo thanks to Instagram. I met uh, Damon Jones thanks thanks to Instagram, and um, we started as a our discussion as a passionate. You know, yeah. It it wasn't about business. Uh, the business idea came uh, later. Uh-huh. Uh, so we 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 became a almost friend be- before to became a partner. Um, so so yeah, everything started thanks to Instagram, and uh, now I have Carlo Bormeo uh, and all the team uh, Bormeo da Silva uh, who are in charge of the the design. Uh-huh. Uh, there is the team at Hojom Advanced Technology who will uh, create the the prototype. Uh, last year we spent uh, eight months almost uh, doing a feasibility study. So we disassemble a full car, uh, scan every part, uh, everything. So while the designer were designing, the engineer were checking if everything was possible. Fantastic. And in the same time, there was uh, uh, my little ange guardian, you know, Damon Jones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is a very very kind guy. It's it's a good very good friend today, and. Um, 
he, he was always there when I needed uh, his uh, advice or so he, he was a kind of consultant for 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 me for this project yeah. and a very um, uh, very influent also I will say uh, he, he has a very good idea a long experience in the, in the restaurant industry also so um, yeah he's got some experience hasn't he Daniel? yeah because he's been at yeah. um, been at singer and at uh, Singer, good Works Good for Works, a while. Yeah. So, yeah yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so, so yeah, today the the team is mainly uh, I would say Carlo and uh, and Damon. Uh-huh. Uh, or job. Also now there is the the um, the mechanical engineer for the engineer, which is Ital Technica. It's a um, it's a such a great company. Uh, Forty years old. Uh, the founder is still here, and there is the son working with him. So um, there is a. Uh, they co co develop uh, engine for Ferrari, Maserati, Lamborghini, and also they are quite um, uh, famous now in the restaurant industry because they they create the engine for the Chimera Evo 37, for the um, the office in Fiorentina, uh, the Testarossa, uh, for the 308 Maggiore, and for the Totem Automobili also. So hey, sounds, sounds like the, you got the right guys then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. excellent. Also uh, for the gearbox, I have a. A pepit in north of france it's uh, the only french uh, uh guy i'm working with uh, <laughs> i mean it's uh in fact uh, you know when you want to do this project in france it's not that we have we don't have the, the skill but it's just that you have uh, everything around the, the france but yeah. if you go in torino 20 kilometers around you can build a car from scratch so it was uh, more easy to go there and um, and so yeah, this guy in North of France, uh, the company is called uh, uh, Involute Transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is an um, ex Formula One engineer, and he created uh, the gearbox uh, of uh, Formula E uh, that won uh, last year. Okay. Uh, so when I started to speak about the, my project with him, he said, "You know, Cherry, uh, instead of replacing the the gearbox, maybe we could just." Uh, um, Recreate everything inside and uh, and uh, go from five to six speed. So that's uh, what we we are gonna do. Uh, of course, we we made a feasibility study to be sure that it was possible. So it is, and uh, this is a, a very good thing. Fantastic. So it's um, originally obviously a five speed manual in the nine two eight. So you're changing it to a six speed, yeah, and keeping it within the same housing. Yeah. Uh, refreshing all the internals yeah exactly so now you know with new uh, new cnc machine etc you can have uh, better tolerances uh, better material sure. everything better so the feeling will be a modern gearbox uh, custom made for our specific engine uh, a specific diameter of wheel and tire uh-huh. so it will be uh, very specific for this car fantastic and yeah. can you take us through uh, what the engine is obviously the engines are the v, the original v8 but yeah updated. so the, the, the original car has a v8 uh, so we use as a donor uh 928s4 mm-hmm. because i didn't want to take the the, the gts which is uh, way too expensive now and to i mean it's a crime if you if you touch this car to, to the sure. restaurant yeah uh so so we 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 start with the v8 five liter of the s4 uh, for the moment, the engine is, is still in uh, feasibility uh, in pre-study uh, at um, uh, Ital Technica. Uh, but what I can say is that the target of 400 uh, horsepower 
will be quite uh, easy to to reach. Maybe if we can, we will go a bit for, uh, a bit uh, a bit uh, further. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. And um, so inside the engine, uh, we will uh, remove everything. You know, the, on this specific block, uh, the aluminium inside the the, the cylinder is alusil. Uh -huh. um, and uh, it's it's not nicasil; it's different. And every time you remove the pistons, uh, nine times on ten, you have scratches everywhere. So you can't use uh, this for uh, even we if you put new pistons. So we will CNC machine all the the sleeve, uh, all the original cylinder, and then put new sleeve inside with new piston, custom uh, design for for this engine, uh, new valves, new camshafts, new. Uh, Everything new uh, ECU, uh, new injector, uh, new uh, uh, new plug, you know, a spark plug. Um, it will be more reliable, more uh, comfortable to drive. I don't want to make a race car. Uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, specialists uh, in 928 uh, industry wants to to prove that the 928 can go faster than the 911. And to me, this, <laughs> this is absolutely not my goal. Yeah. Uh, I, it's I really a, it's want a different beast, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, quite. It's a, it's a bit of a crazy mission, really. Battery. With one, you race. With the other one, you you cruise on the coast or where you want. You you bring your your girl to the restaurant. Or, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure back in the day that it was uh, it was chosen by the F1 driver as, as the car to get around yeah, in. I, I don't yeah. remember the name of this guy, but I heard the the, the story. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a it's a perfect car. I really want to keep it. Uh, daily usable, um, yeah. more reliable and uh, easy to maintain. You know, uh, I don't want to create um, something um, too extreme. It's not the the goal of this car. Yeah. What's yeah. um what's what's the target weight of the car, Thierry? So you know, uh, every panel will be removed. Uh, in the front, it's almost uh, everything is aluminium. So the hood is aluminium. The the fender are aluminium. So when you remove this. To put carbon instead, it, you don't have a lot of uh, weight uh, reduction. Yeah. Uh, the bumper is plastic and it will be carbon uh, instead, so it's not a lot. Uh, uh, but at the back, we will remove the fender and put new carbon fender. Uh, also, the um, the 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 trunk uh, uh, tailgate, yeah, yeah, the tailgate uh, will be um, carbon fiber. Uh -huh. uh, so this will be a lot of uh, weight saving, but in the same time, we will uh, add some reinforcement uh, to the chassis. So I don't expect to, to reduce the weight too much. Uh, and also um, uh, maybe 100 kilos, something like this. Uh, not, not more, I think, mm. but uh, it's, it's quite hard to, to have an idea, a precise idea until you, you, you don't, uh, until you do it. Yeah, of course. I think as well, like in, in kind of what you're doing elsewhere with the, the Spezieri, it very much kind of feeds into it, it being a tourer and, and kind of aiding yeah. its tour, yeah. touring credentials, which, you know, really was kind of what yeah. the 928 was always about exactly. from its in inception. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will be very comfortable, but uh, I don't, I mean, it will be also, uh, it will have also a very good performance. You know, sometimes people, just speak about the, the horsepower of the engine, but they forget that the gearbox is a huge improvement also. And going from five to six speed with a custom uh, gear ratio, uh, it will be a huge improvement also, which is equivalent uh, very often to 20 or 30 horsepower more. So 
the, the, the driving experience will be way better than, uh, than the original. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was quite interested in that you're sticking, well, you're not going crazy on wheel size. You're just going up to 18 inch. So still... no, you know, uh, it's TOV, uh, it will be TOV approved. So when yeah. you work with TOV, you have to, re- to respect some rules. And uh, uh-huh. one of them is that you can't go over 3% of uh, diameter increase. So we, we have to, uh, to to put bigger brakes. We, are, we have to go uh, with 18 inch. Yeah. Uh, but we have to reduce the shoulder of the, the tire. I I don't want to um, to reduce too much because I don't like when there is no shoulder yeah. on, the, mm. on the wheel. But uh, I think we, we found uh, the perfect balance. Uh, uh, I think it's I think it's all too easy to go huge wheels yeah. and, and kind of lose the tire and yeah. But yeah. also, if you go too too big, you 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 lose a, a lot of uh, comfort, everything. So it's not absolutely. Uh, it's it's not good in my opinion. <laughs> but, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yes, and also uh, you know um, I can I can speak for example of uh, my my philosophy of the the resto mod is that. Uh, when you create a car like this, uh, you you can't. Um, for example, uh, we we won't just put bigger wheel with bigger brakes and uh, a spacer between the caliber, the caliper and the and the spindle. You know, uh, we will recreate all the spindle uh, with new bearing uh, that can handle the the new the new tolerances. You know, the new horsepower, the new. Uh, uh, so, so everything when you will remove the the, the wheel will, will be almost new, yeah, front and rear. Uh, so uh, it's it's not only uh, it's not only about uh, you know putting spacer to match the, the fender and sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, we enlarge the car almost uh, ten centimeter at the rear compared to a nine twenty eight S four. So yeah. it's uh, today it's one meter ninety five centimeter at the rear. And at the front, it's something like uh, seven or eight centimeters more, uh, so four centimeters on each side. Um, so to 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 compensate this uh, enlargement, we won't just put a spacer or a bigger offset. We will uh, recreate everything uh, to to keep uh, a perfect uh, driving experience. Yeah, yeah. To actually build they build it out to, to fit yeah. the arches yeah the arches look very purposeful i must say they look uh, fantastic yeah yeah for that the the you know the Borneo the silva studio was um uh, they are very very good at it and uh, it was uh, so natural to work with them uh you know i'm more uh, a technical guy than uh, uh design guy so when uh, I contacted them, it was thanks to the Lancia Delta Futurista. Oh, yes, in, fact, yeah. in fact, this story started uh, thanks to the, the Instagram app. Uh, I'm not a social media guy, but uh, one day, I don't remember why, it was uh, in, um, in uh, 2019, uh, I installed my uh, app Instagram. And, uh, and uh, the first thing I saw was the Delta Futurista, and I was uh, blown away <laughs> by this car. So I started to investigate, to see uh, everything on YouTube everywhere. And uh, I was very impressed by the, the quality of the work. And so I just uh, sent a message to, to Carlo Bormeo, the, the designer, the, to say, um, guys, you, you killed the game. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, and then we started to, to, to speak. And I asked, okay, I would like to, to modify the, the rear light of my car 
how, how much do you think it, it could cost? He said, uh, okay, it's it's the the most expensive part <laughs> of the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to do a prototype, then homologate, then create, it's almost 100,000 euros for one <laughs> for one set of lights. So I said, okay, maybe uh, I will think twice before to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Everything started because of Instagram and, uh, and uh, the Futurista. And uh, so my team is uh, finally the, the team of Eugenio Amos uh, uh, because uh, he, he, the, the car created by uh, Pojo Matans Technology, they are designed by Bormio de Silva also. So yeah, it's fact, amazing all those links up that, that it yeah. links back to Instagram. It's amazing yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. how, I mean, how kind of influential. Instagram was just... Uh, 200% positive. Uh, I met all my team thanks to Instagram. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, taking us to the inside of the car, um, obviously, yeah. we, you've made a lot of revisions on the inside. Yeah. Um, the original yeah. car was um, kind of way ahead of its time, I guess. Um, but <laughs> a lot of think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sort of, yeah, suffered from maybe not being of the, the, highest quality i'd say um I mean, you know, yeah, I've yeah, a few and 928s also, and um yeah you yeah, can see it's always the, the the same problem when you have car that goes so low in terms of value yes. at one moment uh, they ended uh, in uh, with some owner that uh, can't pay for the the maintenance so so the car finish in bad condition but basically it's a very strong car uh but of course the interior uh, there is a lot of plastic uh, that crack with the time, etc. So yeah. uh, we wanted to make it more luxe-oriented, or, or uh, more, more luxurious. And uh, to, to, doing, to do this, um, we, we, we don't want to have plastic anymore inside. Uh, yeah. the, the big uh, cluster, um, I mean, it's, it's a great uh, thing on the original car that it moves with the, the steering wheel. But also, you know, in this car, when you close the door, uh, you see the curve of the, the, the door card that goes on the dashboard. And this is very beautiful. And on the, um, the driver's side, because of the cluster, when you close the door, you don't see this curve anymore, uh -huh. almost. So we wanted to remove this and to have a pure uh, interior. Uh, so we put a, a smaller uh, uh, digital uh, dashboard yeah. with an uh, analogic RVM George. Uh, this maybe will be a bit bigger on the on the real uh, prototype, uh -huh. um, but yeah. So all the, the the button you have on the side of this uh, cluster on the original will be on the center console, mm -hmm. um, and everything will be aluminium or laser wrap, or uh, but not plastic anymore. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I, I have to say that's my certainly of the interior. It's my favorite um, favorite yeah. design element of the car because it's almost like you're being sympathetic to. The 928, the original 928, when yeah. it came along with this like kind of influx of technology, but yeah. then in, in keeping that analog taco kind of pride yeah. and place of the center, it's a little bit kind of like 992 almost with that setup. I was just thinking yeah. it looks beautifully, you know, it's yeah, really yeah. well executed. And and also I wanted to, to to stay focused on the road, you know, and don't don't be disturbed by everything. What I don't like on the modern car is that you have too much, too many buttons everywhere. And yeah. when you enter, even in a, a, a nine uh, nine nine two, for example, you have to spend uh, almost twenty minutes to understand every button. It's uh, <laughs> so to me, it's just um, a shame. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, on this car, we want to stay simple, 
there is only uh, um, for the sound system uh, we will have uh, an option that is uh, uh, so the original Porsche um, uh, auto radio with uh, Apple CarPlay etc. But yeah. we want to uh, go bigger with a bigger screen, etc. Uh, and also the, the the sound system will be made by uh, uh, Waterfall Audio. It's a French company uh, who manufacture very uh, high level, uh, uh, high quality uh, EFI speaker. You know, it's uh, the, the the glass EFI speaker. You know, the, this uh, uh, you you will check on on uh, on, uh, on Google, but. Uh, um, it's a company which is very close to my house, and uh, the founder is a friend of a friend. So Fantastic! Uh, this one is not uh, an Instagram contact. <laughs> <laughs> when he heard about the, the project, he, he said, uh, "I want to create the sound system of this car because he had the 928 in the past." And oh he wow! Said, Great history. Well, uh, one of my best cars ever. So uh, he really wanted to create, and I really like what he. he the sound system in this car will be uh, fabulous. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I love the, was it, it's got sort of Pasha. Um, uh, you, you saw the, 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 one of the last posts with the yes. Pasha. So yeah, yeah th this is the, what we wanted to have for the launch car. Okay. Um, yeah. But unfortunately we, we didn't have uh, any, uh, enough time to do it uh, because, you know, we started the, the creation of the, the model car um maybe two weeks before uh, two days uh two sorry two months before the wow the launch in milan so yeah it was quite short and uh we had all the sample uh that uh we ordered but um we didn't have time to to put them so we put uh, the alcantara which is great also yeah. and uh in the end we will have many options for the customer so alcantara fabric if he wants or laser or um, our interpretation of the the pasha uh -huh. uh, you know, the idea was to to do something like this. Um, uh, oh, it's sort of woven, with, yeah. With the yeah, with the laser, and also uh, you can have the, the Pasha effect with only one coloring. For example, if you want it uh, white, you can have the Pasha aspect, but yeah. only in white. So um, and so also, that's that's late made by a laser. The the pattern onto the material. Uh, it's it's uh, for for the sample. I I don't know exactly how they did. I think they cut everything, uh, uh, maybe uh, with laser, or, and then uh, it's uh, it's um, I don't know the name in English, but uh, it's tressé, you know, oh, wo woven, uh, woven exactly, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah and cool. uh, behind there is uh, something that uh, is uh, stick to the to the to the to the laser. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, the, the aspect uh, in photo, it's not great. It's not a great photo on Instagram, but uh, the aspect in real is just crazy. I think uh, this will be a nice uh, option. Oh, it's, it's so right, isn't it, for the car? Because that yeah, the nine two eight was the the Pasha car, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. From my memory. Yeah, you know, in in Goodwood, um, we we were lucky to to be very close to Singer and also uh, close to um, Rolls Royce. And uh, uh -huh. the the Rolls Royce they uh, they exposed uh, at Goodwood, well, they were just fabulous. Uh, you know, a very, uh, um, how can I say, uh, the, the color was, uh, to me, it was a Miami color, you know, uh, uh, for the East Coast. Uh, I, I, I can't see this car on this coast. And it, this really inspired me to to create um, 
maybe the, the prototype will be quite different than, than this one in terms of color. And, uh, uh, you know, um, imagine a, a very light yellow, uh, uh-huh. almost flashy with a white interior and, uh, and a chrome wheel. This could be also uh, an option that worked well uh, on this car, I think. I think there's so many options on the 98 yeah. because it came in such a, a color yeah. range originally, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, you said that you it was just two months till the build that build yeah what was your um what was your what was your um sort of definition of you know when 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 it went live did you have a date set so so yeah to 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 give you an idea of the 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 timeline so i started to contact all the the team uh, three years ago uh during this period i made my uh my uh, study of market uh, i took information where i can etc and um, I realized that this could be um, a good opportunity to to make something different uh, and to work with my patient also. Because, you know, uh, I have restaurants. It's not my passion at all. And I can't say that it's very hard when you have business that you don't like anymore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I don't want to recreate this. Uh, I'm uh, almost 40 years old. I want to enjoy the rest of my uh, working life. So... Um, uh, so yeah, I I, um, I started uh, three years ago, uh, early last year. Um, early last year in uh, in January, I created my company. Um, uh, to to be to be honest, uh, I started uh, this project thanks to my family now, uh, which support me uh, a lot. Um, you know, it's the same story for Rob Dickinson. I, I, I guess uh, I, if I remember, he started with the help of his father-in-law. So it's uh, exactly the same for me. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I created the company in January um, or in March, sorry, in March. But in January, I sent a car to Podium Advanced Technology. So I bought uh, another one, uh, 928. Uh, which wasn't uh, very functional, so but we didn't uh, need uh, it to be functional. So I sent everything to Pojom. We disassembled the car, and we did uh, this feasibility study during uh, eight months. And uh, in the same time, so everything started quite uh, fast. Um, Bormio the Silva Design started to to design the car, and uh, so in eight months, the the the, the project was here. And uh, and then we, we d- in fact, you know, I wanted to create the prototype uh, and not a model car. But yeah. the thing is that uh, the, the rest of the market is growing uh, so fast. I didn't want to lose time and to put all this money because it's a huge investment uh, and not be sure that people could uh, enjoy the, the project. I love it, yeah. Yeah, so we decided to, to, to stop and to take another direction and to make a, a moving model. Mm-hmm. So this is quite a, a first, I would say, because usually when we create a model, it's a static model, you know, uh, everything is fake. There is no engine, there is uh, no wheels, nothing. Yeah. But um, you have to move the, the, the car with uh, something special. <laughs> <laughs> so as I had uh, many 928, uh, we decided to sacrifice <laughs> A car and uh, to convert uh, and to, to make a model. So this one uh, is only resin. Uh, uh, everything inside is uh, is fake. Uh, yeah. Even you know the the 
the the gear uh, the gear shift. I mean, uh, I have to remove everything to to put the the gearbox because it's rigid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's very very good quality, uh, very good model. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's 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 a running car underneath. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, but I just can a, drive it. Uh, I mean, it's 98. not really homologate anymore, and yeah. also it's not very. You know, we put a lot of spacer on this one sure. uh, because we didn't want to to rebuild everything. It wasn't the moment. So we put spacer. So as soon as you put spacer, when you turn the wheel at the front, it, it scratch everywhere inside. So <laughs> it's not very, very functional. But yeah, yeah I can drive it. Yeah. When um, Thierry, when do you think that you'll, um, obviously I've seen on the press release that uh, so, yeah. you expect the, the first yeah. cars to be built for 2024. Exactly. So now, um, you know, Podium Advanced Technology closed in August. So we didn't want to start and stop and restart. So sure. we said, okay, we are ready. We have everything. We have the car, which is uh, already there since last year. Uh, we had, uh, we have all the scan. Uh, so they are very uh, ready to start. So in September, full throttle. Uh, the timeline they gave me is uh, 12 months to deliver, um, to deliver um, a prototype. And then there is a shakedown. There is a, um, homologation. There is all this process, so it's almost eighteen months com uh, in total, and uh, we will be re ready to deliver the, the eighth first car in two thousand twenty-four. Um, and uh, I mean, for this, you, you can count on uh, on Podium. It's a it's a really serious company. Uh, they have uh, more than one hundred uh, engineer working for for them, and you saw what they created with the Glickenhaus also in uh, in such a, a short time. Uh, so the Glickenhaus we, we finished third, third at uh, Le Mans this year. So this is um, an incredible uh, publicity for for me <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> because uh, my my car is built by the same builder as the Glickenhaus and the same builder as the the Futurista. And uh, trust me, the, the the quality of the Futurista is just uh, way over the everything I saw on uh, on. Uh, YouTube or Instagram, it's, it's just insane, the quality of this car. It, it certainly sounds like a formidable lineup. Um, yeah. yeah, so Thierry, what, um, you know, I, I don't think it's like a limited uh, build production or anything. Is no. there a, a certain number that you'd be really happy with, considering the popularity of this car from the outset? Uh, you know... Uh... I think I, I don't I don't want to limit uh, because simply when you see a singer uh, customers and how many they they are on the road now um, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a huge potential the the car will be limited by the the capacity of production so um, with Podium we 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 will be able in 2024 to deliver the eight first car then it will be ten which is already uh, what they do for the Delta. Uh, but maybe we can increase this from 10 to 15 car per year. But okay. this will be, uh, I think, the, the maximum. And I don't want to go too fast also because I really want to create the, an ultimate 928. So we have to put uh, to take our time also. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Oh, it sounds really good. Like I'm, I'm yeah. so excited for you on this. It has to be said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to admit that now I can't wait to 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 go in the, the engineering process and uh, and to see uh, you know uh, we 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 have a lot of interview that we will uh, release uh, on the on the Instagram uh, soon uh, now we, we we have to create a bit more content because we you know <laughs> we 
you, you see this. Eh? We, we have to to create a, a bit more content. So in September, we will the uh, we we will go a bit more technical on the Instagram. Mm. Um, uh, but for now, uh, we still have to to release uh, some interview. And uh, there is one interview of uh, Luca Chancec, the, the CEO of Podium Technology. He said, for an engineer, this car is uh, more beautiful uh, under the the body than uh, than uh, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So it's it's a really uh, well engineered car, very very well, and it will be uh, fabulous. I think so. I think it's such a, a base to start with. Um, I mean, it was it was way as I've said before, it was way ahead of its time when yeah. it, when it was released, um, yeah. and it's got such such great history. Oh, it's yeah, absolutely, absolutely fantastic base. And uh, you know, also this car to me, it, it was uh, it it's always special because sometimes when I look at a picture of the 928, I don't uh, really like it, you know. But when I see it in real, I really like it. But there was a lot of some of uh, detail that we we of course had uh, to change because we we couldn't stay. Uh, as conservative uh, for uh, as a 911, for example, which is almost perfect uh, when it's uh, original. So, <laughs> I, I just think I just think it's cool that we're in 2022 and, and we're getting very excited about the car with pop-up headlights still. You know, yeah, and, and I think yeah. that's it's great that you've been, like may been able to retain that because again, yeah. it, it was such a yeah. big, big, big design feature of the original. You know, yeah, and you know, also today we the manufacturer can't make a pop-up anymore because uh, for homologation yeah, not, safety. Uh, safe exactly and uh, so we had the, the opportunity to have pop-up on this car um, which were quite discutable by the past with the frog effect that, that become a, a shock when you close uh, so um, uh, I, I have to admit that I really liked the, the what they did uh, at Bormeo de Silva with the, the headlight I it maybe it's the only thing that uh, people can discuss about uh, some likes, some don't like. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So I, I, I guess you could you could almost do two. You could do different versions of that like. Yeah, you, I mean, if the customers don't like it, it's it's quite simple to to modify and uh, and to. We can't just put the original one because it's not the same um, the same base. Uh, everything yeah. is removed on, on this uh, headlight, so so we can recreate uh, if the customers prefer. But uh, for the moment. Uh, uh, it's it's okay yeah yeah no it's great absolutely yeah. fantastic absolutely awesome yeah you know as, as we said earlier on in the, in the interview it's just so refreshing to see something different within kind of the whole world of porsche really it's it's yeah. really quite unlike anything else that we've been privileged to see so it's a it's yeah. a real kind of yeah big congratulations to you on yeah this. thank you guys thank you absolutely but, you know um when we started the, the model um the first day uh, i went in uh, in torino to 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 see the model with the, the panel on it with tape uh i was very very scared because uh, i said to my designers <laughs> guys we go wrong it's not beautiful it, it's ugly you know it has the the 16 inch uh, wheels uh with the big fenders yeah so uh, 15 centimeter gap uh, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was um, horrible Honestly, yeah. and, uh, Carlo and, and Marco Ripper said, Cherry, uh, believe us, the car will be fantastic. And the next time I came, I saw the car, it was all white uh, and not uh, blue and white. And uh, uh, there was so many different colors on it. So <laughs> I, I started to realize that uh, that um, 
the car was fantastic. The, the curve, the, the, you know, we removed four centimeters at the front that we put at the rear. So it was uh, perfectly balanced now. Um, and also I needed to, to figure out how, how um, the car will look like with the wheels. So I, uh, I printed, uh, fake wheels uh i've seen I, the picture yeah, yeah. amazing so that i think that's on your instagram isn't it every, everything was laughing because uh, uh i did this but it was <laughs> a, a good experience so i could realize that uh, it would be it would be good it's amazing that the wheel maketh the car almost yeah. doesn't it yeah. um without the the right wheel set up a you know you could have a, an amazing you can car kill. you can, yeah, you kill can. The car. absolutely and yeah to be, to be honest, um, on this car, it was, uh, for me personally, it was my most difficult uh, topic, the wheel. Mm -hmm. uh, because we tried to fit uh, uh, a lot of uh, OM wheels, uh, you know, uh, Porsche wheels on it, yeah. uh, on 3D, 3D render. And uh, it wasn't good, it wasn't good, it wasn't good. So I said to the, to the team, guys, we have to, to create. And I'm a big fan of, uh, of Turbo Fan Wheels. And uh, so, so we. Re I started, uh, in fact, to to design the wheel uh, on my iPad. Uh, then I sent this to to Marco Ripper, and Marco created the perfect wheel. We sent this to the the builder in uh, close to Modena, I think, and uh, he said, "Okay, I can do something," and uh, he, he created this uh, this perfect wheel, which is uh, just, uh, yeah. Awesome. I mean, even him, when he, he, he machined the wheel, uh, he sent a picture, he said, Cherry, these wheels are just uh, crazy. It's a, we create a lot of wheels, but these wheels are the most beautiful we ever made. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm very proud of the, the wheel because it finished the car perfectly. We wanted to, to reimagine uh, uh, dial wheels, but it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult. So for the moment, we didn't find the, the right design. So we have this design, which is uh, perfect. And uh, we, we keep it uh, for the moment. No, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that can, you can always change in the in the future anyway. Yeah. yeah. If you come up with something better. True. But, uh, yeah. It looks from the off offset. It looks amazing. Uh, I really like the um, ducts as well around at the front um, next to the indicators. Yeah. So you've got like a light. Is that a light round the? Yeah, you, you mean so there is the indicator and the, uh -huh. there is an air vent? Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there is the LED uh, around. Yeah, that's LED around there for the side yeah. light. Yeah, fantastic. So the, 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 the design of this is almost uh, the same as the original, but we had a function for the airflow inside yeah. that we will use for, for something for sure. It, it won't be just, uh, I mean, uh, for yeah, the for sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Um, backlights. So coming back to those, um, obviously that was the, the start of this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has that, has that been realized to how you, how you imagined it all that, all that time ago? Um, no, no, no. I, I, um, <laughs> the design, you know, uh, Bormio de Silva surprised me every time. Uh, yeah. Earlier I was saying that it was very natural to work with them and, uh, the few times I had something to complain about before I told them they are corrected. So I, I really let them uh, do their stuff because yeah. you can't, you can't choose uh, 
a designer like this and said, okay, you're going to make the design I want. It's the, I, it's not uh, how I see the, the things. Yeah. Uh, so I really let them do. And sometimes uh, I just say, maybe we should. And they said, yeah, yeah, it's better. So, so yeah, the, the taillight, um, we, we study many possibilities and, uh, because it's a huge cost in the in the process, and uh, we wanted to save this uh, this cost. But in the end, I said, "Okay, guys, uh, we can't keep the original uh, headlight uh, taillight. Yeah, um, we can't put something different. Uh, it's it, it doesn't match, or we have to, to modify everything, and it's not a nine point eight anymore. Mm-hmm. So we have to recreate them." And I said, "Okay, go. Uh, it will cost a lot, but uh, <laughs> if you want to know, but I mean." At one moment, if you want to create a, a great car, you can't save money uh, uh, everywhere. No, so absolutely, yeah, you have to spend um, everything you you can uh, to create the best car. Yeah, I think I think the the rear end looks fantastic. So yeah. wide, uh, there's no tailpipes showing, is there on the, the rear? No, no, no. no so uh, they're hidden away. Yeah, yeah, we we removed it uh, for the moment. We. We didn't uh, study uh, the possibility to put another one. Uh, mm-hmm. On some early sketches, they um, they draw um, a kind of ducktail, you know. But it was two nine eleven, and we didn't want to make uh, a nine eleven uh, on a nine two eight, you know. So uh, there is nothing in common w- with this car uh, uh, with a nine eleven. So yeah. so we 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 removed this to. Uh, to to be close to the, the original design, you know the the, the first 928, yes. and also um, thanks to the the fact that we put four more centimeters at the rear, now the light seems to be uh, you know a bit uh, mm-hmm. yeah it has more part. depth and flow yeah, to it doesn't exactly. it yeah. so it's quite similar to to the to the the original 928 also yeah yeah fantastic yeah. well it's amazing to to see so much passion and I think. Yeah, yeah. From, from what you've said, the, the team that you've got involved in this um, they, is they, just you know, fantastic. And also it's a team that uh, today uh, I think they can choose their project. And yeah. um, But not only, I mean, it's also um, a human um, adventure, I would say, because it, not only they like the project, but I think we, we really enjoy working together. We are now uh, all friends. Um, and without this um, this um, quality of relation, you, you can't do something great, I think. And and this to me was my um, is one of my biggest proud is to have this team around me that uh, really like the project and uh, is really involved in the project. And you know they just uh, they don't just say okay uh, now we paid us and uh, it's finished. Uh, it's not like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, almost like a, a, a family project. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With some amazing experts involved. Exactly. Every time I go in Milan or in Torino, I feel like a, like home. You know, it's uh, very natural. And uh, even with Damon, you know that uh, with Damon we spoke during uh, three years on Instagram, some uh, FaceTime to uh, to speak about the project, and uh, uh, when he I took him as a consultant, and uh, we we never met for real. So uh, Milan. Um, I said to, to Damon, okay, come before Milan, come to my house, uh, to Aix-en-Provence. I live in South of France. I take you an hotel and we go to uh, Monaco Grand Prix together. So the time to, to be sure that we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, 
the same, so natural. Uh, uh, Damon is a very kind, kind guy and uh, very, very talented. So I really appreciate uh, to work with him. And um, and so today, um, he's uh, you know he's uh, independent. He works for uh, sure yeah. himself. Uh, he has a lot of work, and uh, he will be the the director of specification. Uh, so he will uh, spec the car for all the customers with all the customers, and mm-hmm. also with uh, Carlo Bormeo that will uh, create the the render for the customers, etc. So yeah. he's a, he's a part of the of the team. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be looking after the sort of uh, design ethos and making sure that yeah you don't go. T- no, no customer goes too crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but I think customers understood that uh, this car was all about uh, elegance, uh, comfort, and uh, it's. I, I have no, not a lot of question about performance, uh, etc. So I think they understood perfectly that uh, it will be performant, but uh, it's not all about this. It will be yeah, comfortable. Yeah. It will be a pleasure to drive. That's yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Talking of customers, how many have you got lined up? Or you know, uh, a lot. I <laughs> a lot. A, a Excellent. Funny Good. A funny story because you know, uh, uh, I want to be honest uh, with uh, all my customers, so they already know that. Um, I started to work uh, with my lawyer on the contract uh, yeah. in January, and he said, uh, "Okay, Cherry, now we have a draft that you will have to translate everything, uh, but." You have to work uh, to create the annex, uh, etc. Uh, there is still a lot of work to do on the, on the contract. And I said, okay, don't worry, we have time. He said, please, Jerry, I know you. Don't call me at the, the last moment. <laughs> and uh, after Milan, the day after, I called him. I said, uh, Fred, I'm sorry, but uh, you have to work. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot totally. So imagine you have the first customers knocking at the door and you can't sign anything. So now <laughs> I have a, a lot of requests. Very, I'm very happy because um, they, they, I mean, they are here, so it's it's very positive. But uh, I should be able to sign uh, the first contract maybe uh, next week. I think. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, uh, also, what what I really appreciate is that uh, you know I wanted to create the perfect little system for every singer or roof or the owner or counterworks owner, and uh, and this is what happened. All the the customers that uh, contact me, uh, they all have uh, such uh, an important collection of cars, uh, and they all have singer roof counterworks nine nine two nine nine three. So. I'm very happy uh, about that because this car will be perfect close to a singer. Or, Absolutely, or, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. A good, good brother or sister in the in the garage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we shall. Yeah. Uh, we shall watch the story as it continues. Then with interest, Thierry. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 have to 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 keep in touch, guys. I'm going to uh, to salon privé. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. So, if you'd like to come, uh, you can come. It's a, it's a pleasure to. It will be a pleasure to meet you physically, oh, and uh, and also you you will see the car, the the model, and I think it will be the last time uh, I I um, expose the, the the model car because uh-huh. then uh, I want to focus. Uh, um, you know, it's not all about taking orders, orders, orders. If you don't create the car at one Absolutely. moment, it's not serious. So. So I, I want to to stay uh, focused, uh, to keep focused on the on the construction of the car with Projonda. 
awesome good Absolutely good awesome good. yeah okay well look what an absolute pleasure it is shedding some light on on what is as i said such an Thank awesome awesome project so, yeah, yeah say, you know it's uh, it's my first uh yeah, podcast uh experience so i'm very very happy and i follow you since the the very beginning uh um i was saying before you you connect that uh, i still remember that the, the first time i sent you a message and the question was uh which uh, rest of mode would you like to see on the, on the rest of mode scene? And I said uh, maybe 9.28 and you mentioned it in the, in the next podcast. So, it was, uh, <laughs> it was so yeah, well, you know, yeah, it's uh, the whole point of these podcasts, as we kind of said to other guests is everybody has a story. Everybody has something to say. Yeah. And uh, we, we just like to showcase that and really kind of highlight what's going on in all kind of four corners of our kind of Porsche culture. And and yeah, I yeah. think certainly from what you guys are doing, you're going to be pretty much at the heart of it for, for a while yet. So yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be great, you know, just seeing, just seeing where it goes. So it really will. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny things is that uh, it looks like we only start to, um, to, to people in Japan only start to, to, to know about the project. Uh, I, I don't know why there is a, um, an article on, uh, on uh, Google um, and the customer sent me, I want this car. I saw uh, the article, uh, the following article, and I said, uh, it, it's the, the first time I have a, a potential customer in Japan. And, uh, and now all my new followers are from uh, <laughs> Japan. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> so that's a uh, very funny thing. And uh, there was a lot in the uh, in UK. There was a lot in America. Uh, uh, a lot in Italy, but uh, a lot in Germany and in France. It's always uh, ten years after. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's funny to see uh, this. Oh, fantastic! Amazing. Yeah, it's been uh, amazing to hear the to the backstory of uh, Nardone. Yeah, thank you, thank and, you uh, for the, the opportunity, and uh, and uh, I hope um, you you enjoy uh, the story. <laughs> Absolutely! Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. It's been fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, so that was a brilliant chat with Thierry telling us all about the outstanding Nardone project and reimagining of the 928. Uh, before we go, we've just got a little bit of news regarding some new Patreons. Andy? Yes, got a couple of new Patreons to give a shout out to. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we've got Mark uh, Trodoff. Um, he's from the Felixstowe area and he's got an 89994. Oh, could be useful for our transaxle. Nine nine four. I've never heard one. Sorry, nine four four. Can't wait to see oh, that. Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, even better. A, a real one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good for it. Could be. Um, maybe you might let us have a little drive, Mark, for um, for for our episode up and coming in the new in the new series. Uh, and he's also got a nine nine seven dot two C two S um and sponsored us a Lovely. beer. So thank you, Mark. Really appreciate your your support. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, and another new patron is Lee Woodhams, who is down here in Dorset. Um, he actually joined us um, for our little drive across to the Flat Six show last week. He has a, a Boxster, which he purchased for the Grand Summer 3K. Um, it's a great, pro great project he's got coming up. Uh, he likes oh, yeah, to get his hands dirty. love to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little silver one. Had a, if I remember rightly, it had, did it have a primed front bumper? I'm not sure if it had a primed rear bumper as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so yeah, rolling project, project, rolling project. I noticed it had a uh, nine six four shifter as well. So that's yeah, yeah, that's it cool. did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely a rolling your... project. 
indeed uh thanks for your uh coffee lee really appreciate your support yeah, as well you, so, yeah great yes, nice one lee and nice to have a chat for you at goodwood as well good sir yes absolutely yeah, that that's uh those um you know entry point boxes that's a really interesting area isn't it you know such a tempting thing to do so you know it'd be really really interesting to see how he gets on with that yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely great stuff cool uh yeah thank you for letting me catch up on the p- patrons at the end here and uh we'll catch up with everybody next week yeah looking forward to it as always this episode was brought to you by our very kind patreons if you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us you can do so at patreon.com slash nineworksradio Thank you.